Hi, everyone, and welcome to another week. Sorry we missed out last week and didn't get to speak on the Kyogre raids, but uh, hey, Grudon's here. Happy to be back, I'm sure. Now, before we get started, make sure to take a peek at our Patreon there. You can join for just $1 a month to be able to listen to those podcasts as they're being recorded. You can hear the silliness and everything behind the scenes. Now, you can even have a conversation with uh, myself or anyone else that's part of that tier and even join the the battle party where you can uh, battle people that are part of the podcast and, and our Patreon area. Now, looking into this week here, we are going to touch on that Jungle Cup that's come out here with uh, the Self Arena. I'm going to focus a lot on PvP because... I'm going to be honest, I really enjoy it. There's there's not much left for me to do within the game itself as, you know, I'm I'm at level 40. I don't really have much more to go. My Pokédex is pretty much complete. All I need are some regionals and I'm going to be honest, people in my area don't really have their hands on them. I am out looking for them for those people to trade them to me, but uh that is a process itself. So what I like to focus on is that PVP in case you already haven't noticed from uh, the last few podcasts here. Now, the biggest player in the next tournament is probably going to be Vigoroth, uh, which is a big deal. I mean, we did just have that Slack Off Community Day. So, I mean, if you got your hands on a, a shiny one there and you didn't go all the way to slacking... Vigoroth is definitely your way to go, especially with counter as that uh, that first move. And with the jungle cup itself, you have that normal typing as one of the, the types that are going to come through. So uh, counter on the front end doesn't have stab, but it charges moves ridiculously fast. So if you have body slam, you'll be able to spam those so fast and gets lots and lots of shield pressure out. Uh, and it'll be doing that super effective damage unless, of course, the other typing next to the normal is flying. Now, it is a positive, though, because with that flying in normal type, it would be neutral damage instead of not very effective. Uh, but you can also get your hands on uh, Bulldoze uh, to help with, uh, you know, some of the electrical types. But uh, really, Vigoroth is going to be that tanky guy. But what people aren't remembering is that there are a few guys that can take him down. One is Heracross. Uh, Heracross having that bug and fighting type means he gets that stab bonus with its counter on the front end, being able to charge those moves ridiculously fast, which is why it can take down your Vigoroth. Uh, but uh, it is double weak to flying types. So when someone pulls, you know, a Pidgeot or Noctowl, you're going to have some trouble. What I'm looking into, because I, I did trade for a Heracross, but unfortunately it's above that 1500 CP. I'm looking at Breloom. People seem to have forgotten about Breloom. I'm not sure why, but you can stand it up to uh, to Vigoroth. It does pretty darn well. And as long as you have shield advantage, you're definitely getting that win. You can get dynamic punch on the back end. So, I mean, if you are in a, a bad shielding scenario, you can spam a seed bomb if you didn't get uh, grass knot when it was that exclusive move. Um, and you can, because you got counter on the front end doing that super effective damage to Vigoroth, you can spam that shield as well. Same as you would with uh, with Body Slam. Now, it is kind of a hard counter. Uh, I'm probably not going to use Vigoroth. I am taking part in about three or four tournaments this month. Uh, so I'll see sort of what happens after the first one, see if I want to make any adjustments to my team, but I'm probably not going to be running that Vigoroth. Now, another one that comes in with the tournament itself is we're back to Fortress versus Beedrill. 
Same as that last podcast I'd mentioned, they, they do stand side to side, but within this tournament, Scissor also kind of steps up because Scissor and Fortress are both steel and bug type Pokemon. They both sort of fit that niche if you don't have that Fortress. So if you've got your hands on either of them, that's great. Uh, Beedrill does stand tall too, and Beedrill does also defeat Vigoroth. Uh, so if you don't want to have, if you want to keep the Vigoroth and, and try and find a, a hard counter for it, Beedrill is probably the way to go. Um, and if you do have a bug move on the front, which I'm not sure if anyone wants to not have that poison jab because it charges just so fast, um, you would be able to take down the grass types. But most of the grass typings you're going to see are uh, things like Ivysaur and Venusaur, which have that poison typing, which means you're just going to be doing that neutral damage with that poison move itself. But a uh, bug would definitely get your super effective, which is really what you need to have happen against those typings to be able to uh, you know, take care of them there. Now, taking a focus on another piece here, we have a new update coming out. Uh, Android update is uh, 0.147.1. There's a whole bunch of pieces coming in here, and one sort of stands out from GoFest Chicago. That's Team Rocket. Team Rocket has been missing a lot from Pokemon Go. It used to be part of, you know, Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow, as well as uh, Fire Red and Leaf Green. And, I mean, it's... It's exciting for me because I'm kind of interested in how they're going to do it. We did have the clothes in the style shop for you to be able to purchase and look like Team Rocket, but now it looks like they're coming to the game. What's happening here is we're adding two badges. Uh, one would be the Rocket Grunt Defeated, which uh, it sounds like they'll be spawning. I, I use the term loosely, but spawning near Pokestops. Uh, you'll be able to battle and then there'll be shadow pokemon coming which is something that was also in the main series games uh, but you'll be able to purify those pokemon and there's another batch for that for pokemon purified um, so that will be more fun for me because i've kind of demolished those badges i prefer to call them medals because um i'm used to having you know eight badges in a game and that's just the way it was excuse me if i call them medals but uh, they will be added to the game. It'll be something to be able to sort of get your hands on. I work away at, at uh, some of the medals. I've got all of the typings ones completed. So um, it's, it's fun to have more to do. Now, alongside that, I'm not sure if anyone else is really interested in that Team Rocket piece. Uh, they were photobombing sort of after Chicago Go Fest, which uh, was kind of an interesting experience. Now, when will this launch? Nobody knows except for Niantic. And I don't know if everyone at Niantic knows, but someone has to be holding the reins there. Um, but uh, we do have Pokemon's third anniversary coming up here. We have an event starting up soon, uh, which is gonna be all sorts of fun and all sorts of interesting here. We've got trade uh, costs down to 25%, which is uh, a great piece here. And uh, there's just gonna be so much going on for, for the next nine days. It, it does start Friday, June the 28th, that uh, at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's 1 p.m. Uh, Pacific, so you know, California time. Uh, there will be shiny Alolan Pokemon, which is always a positive. Uh, Pikachu will be photobombing with a, a party hat. You'll be able to get that once a day. And Pichu will be able to hatch from 7K eggs with that party hat as well. I know people are really interested in having that uh, as part of the game, things to hatch, things to do. 
Um, I mean, I enjoy collecting the the hats and keeping them and trading them later on. I always make sure to get them marked, but because uh, you know people that miss out on those events, they always want to make sure they have their hands on those too. Now you will also be able during this event here that actually ends on uh, July the sixth, you'll be able to get more premier balls if you finish those raids faster. So what that means is it's uh, rather than splitting up groups, you'll probably want to all battle together and you'll get more by completing the raids faster. And there will also, by the looks of it, be new special research. And to me, that's gotta be Jirachi because Jirachi was at GoFest Chicago. What else could they put in that research? I'm sure there's lots that they could be putting in the research, but I'm feeling like it's Jirachi there. But we'll have to see. I mean, I've got a, a few hours before that event launches. Um, so I'm hoping I get this podcast up before then. Um, but uh, you heard it here first, folks. Take a look at that. Now, another piece that I kind of want to touch on is uh, it's going to come across as kind of silly. I enjoy battling as I've mentioned already in this podcast, as well as all the previous podcasts that after PVP has come out. Um, I miss the, the idea of people being able to, you know, in the video games, when they, when you caught someone's eye and then you had to battle them. And that was just the way it was. Real life is different. It's not one of those you have to battle, but uh, it would be really cool if we had places for people to do things like that outside of tournaments. I mean, um, the way I explain it to other people is that, you know, hey, we have a, a smoking section designated in uh, most areas. Why not have a battle area? Maybe something interesting at uh, events or places just to have a space that people who play Pokemon Go could do. I know there's not a lot of people that do it. It might be an interesting thing for, you know, more gaming based businesses to take a peek at and try. Uh, but uh, it might be fun just to have something like that, just run a little bit of, you know, just fun, essentially. Um, and PvP to me is the the easiest and most fun way for people to uh, interact with one another within the game um, and, you, and being face to face, aside from, you know, raiding. Uh, raiding is a great piece to have a community come together. Uh, it's always a positive piece too, but uh, PVP is sort of that one-on-one -on -one as opposed to working together. Uh, you have that sort of competitive push and and want to uh, to always be doing better. Now that is it here for today. I'm uh, glad I got to jump in here and and have that uh, that sort of conversation there. And uh, make sure to uh, give us a follow on Instagram. You'll be able to keep up to date on news and everything. I always make sure I post things as they come up. Uh, you can check us, check us out on Facebook as well. Everywhere across the board, you'll find me as Jolt Switch. Um, if you're listening on Spotify, you know where to find me. Otherwise, again, Jolt Switch there. Uh, you'll be able to find it on Google Podcasts as well as Apple Podcasts. I believe it's changed from iTunes to Apple Podcasts now. Uh, but feel free to listen, follow, subscribe, and uh, I'll be here. You can take a peek on YouTube as well. I am posting more videos of PvP uh, and, you know, prep as well as some of the tournaments that I take part in there. So uh, again, feel free to follow, like, subscribe. You can send us a voicemail here at joltswitch at outlook.com. And hey, if you want to leave us a voicemail, maybe have your voice on the show, uh, the number you can give us a call at is 519 208 
0453. All that information, email and, and phone number, all available on Instagram. So uh, feel free to take a peek, like some pictures, have a great time, and we'll see you on the flip side.